So it oh. quickly turns into like a vomitorium type of a situation. Mm-hmm. Room podcasting hour. My name is Darian. I have returned. I'm still a little hungover from the Super Bowl. I feel okay. I'm done vomiting. I'm holding solid food down. I went to work two days in a row. Probably shouldn't have done that the first day. Uh, but I'm here now and I'm ready to talk to you, lovely people, about horror films. Miss Monica is here. I am here. How are you feeling, baby doll? I am not hungover. Did you? you are you one of these freaks that doesn't get hungover? Oh, no, I was just ex- explaining that I was just drinking $150 tequila. Okay. So you weren't supposed to get sick. Oh, you can't. Oh, that's what oh. you pay extra for. <laughs> yeah. This is, okay, that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, when the quality is good, yeah. you don't get hungover. Clearly, I've been drinking the wrong stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or I got the cheap stuff. I drink Bud Light until I piss my pants. And then vomit all over the place. <laughs> you got to pay for no hangover. Okay, <laughs> all right. Now I'm going to write that down. There you that's, go. that's good drinking knowledge yeah. right there. Buddy, what's up with you, big guy? Oh, nothing. Nothing. Yeah? Working. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm all right. Chipper, as, as usual? Yeah, I'm chipper. Okay. <laughs> uh, I can, can you tone it I, down? I worked on. Uh, I worked during the Super Bowl. So. Did you? Yeah. That's probably what I should have done. Yeah. Instead of getting to where I was. <laughs> I worked the morning after the Super Bowl, which I'm sure you did too, uh-huh. and uh, that's 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 bad business, man. That's bad. I think I got an hour and a half of sleep. I was up all night commiserating with my friends, even though I hate the Niners, and I'm secretly glad they lost. Yeah. But they took it pretty I, hard. I'm really glad they lost. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Fuck Those them. Guys. Patrick Mahomes. Yay. Woo. Oh, that boy. Oh, you like him, do you? Mm-hmm. Better, you think he's hotter than Jimmy G? Ew. Nobody likes Jimmy G? Fuck that guy. No, chicks are throwing themselves yeah, I'm at not. Him. I already explained this. I like them a little brown. What if he played for the nope. Seahawks? Nope. No, still no? No. Okay, this is getting weird. <laughs> this is getting uncomfortable all of a sudden. We got horror news. We got <laughs> listener mail. We got uh, a horror movie or two to talk to you about. Let's kick it off with some horror news. (laughs) Horror news. Monica, what do you got? Uh, so once again, on March 5th, on Netflix, Castlevania debuts, 10 episodes. 
I guess I will watch this again. You're still pissed <laughs> off about the last season. Yes. Okay. Yes. I was. I enjoyed the first. I haven't seen the second season yet. First season, only four episodes. I was just upset about the accents. They didn't match the characters. Yeah, they get weird with it. And I believe they're, they have the list of... Uh, the cast for this season, yep. but since the um, was it the director said he was really really excited about this season, so okay. I was like, okay, I will give it a shot. Okay, again. Yeah. I got to get caught up on Castlevania. One was good to know. Yeah, they said this one has more mystery, murder, mayhem, and more vampires than ever. Okay, yeah, it's uh, it's it's anime, it's Japanimation, mm-hmm. uh-huh. which is cool. I have to tell you guys about this. This has nothing to do with anything, but I'll tell you about it anyway. There's a show, an anime show on Hulu right now called Monster Masume. Have you guys heard of this? No, mm-hmm. it's bonkers. It's batshit bonkers. Okay, it's uh, so monsters uh are, are being integrated into human society. And there's one, there's, they have to like be sponsored by a human family and then they move in with you for a while. Oh. And you have to like tutor them <laughs> on like how to be, how to interact in human society. I get that part. Mm-hmm. But the story picks up with one loser who keeps adopting these really hot chick monsters. Uh-huh. And they're just throwing themselves at him wantonly. Uh-huh. Like, and it, it doesn't put, you get to see the boobs and all kinds of stuff. It's, I think it's supposed to be a comedy, but I'm not sure. So where I'm at on the show, he's got a Lamia. I don't know if you guys know what a Lamia is. Mm-mm. It's a half woman, half snake. Oh, and she's all horned up. She's always like coiling oh, herself around him. Basically, it's uh, Selma Hayek. 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 Yeah, yeah, kinda, kinda. But like the lower half is a snake, and she'll wrap herself around him. And the only way he can get her off is to grab the tip of her snake tail uh-huh. and jerk it off. Oh, and then she has an orgasm and lets him go. That's- she, disgusting it is yeah. he's got one of the he's got another chick uh, who's a harpy and she wants him to fertilize her eggs and it get, we get into some weird um and this is on hulu it's on hulu right now for kids to watch uh, my son stumbled upon it i was walking past his room and i'm like what, what? the goddamn <laughs> turn this off <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> put that on dad's list <laughs> yeah and then he's got a centaur uh, who he she'll let she'll let him ride her like around town and stuff. But when you do that to a centaur, that basically means that you're like locked to them for life. And the only way he can ride her is if he you know straddles her like a horse. But then he's got to hold her boobs while she gallops about. Oh you know, I God. can't get into anime, but hmm. it's <laughs> it's bizarre. That, but the, I might be able to get into that. The weirdest part about this is that these monster chicks are like super horned up all the time. Like they're always flashing him his her, their boobs and stuff That's like so that. Weird. It's bizarre. I can't not watch it. How's the wow. dialogue? It's ridiculous. It's <laughs> yeah. stupid. Yeah, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. Oh it's fine. <laughs> I picture the dialogue being hillbilly style. Oh no! It's, no, no, it's like standard <laughs> Japanese stuff. Oh, okay. But it's I can't I can't stop watching it, man. Hmm. And I may have. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah! Wow. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Let's just say there's some uh, Google searches for Lamia uh, intercourse right now on my, on my computer. Oh, boy. Yeah, uh, buddy. Uh, all right. Well, I'm sorry I interrupted your, your uh, Castlevania thing there. What else you got, Monica? I have one other piece of news. Okay. The day after, on March 6th, mm-hmm. this new movie comes out. Look for it called Beneath Us. Beneath Us. Beneath have, us trailers huh? are out. Have you seen it? No. Oh, 
it's about I don't know how this movie's going to go over out there. Okay. So it's a rich woman hires uh, uh, non-citizens to come build her house. Okay. And they don't ever leave. Oh no! Sounds like mother. Remember mother? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hence and the word beneath us. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Yeah, it's pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. I can't wait for it to come out. Actually. Did you watch the whole movie or you just saw the trailers? Just the trailers are out. It comes out March 6th. Okay. The well, day after. Out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And right. that's all I got. Buddy, what do you got? Nightmare on Elm Street remake is now streaming alongside of Friday the 13th remake on Netflix. Oh, look out, horror yeah. hipsters. There's remakes coming. <laughs> A remake. Let's get them! Yeah, the Friday the 13th 2009 and Nightmare on Elm Street's 2010. Very cool. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Idle Hands coming to Collector's Edition Blu-ray from Scream Factory May 12th. I actually like that one. It's a pretty good comedy. I one. haven't seen that one in forever, but I remember not being mad at it. Yeah. I should probably revisit that. Yeah, at some we'll point. probably be mad at it now. Oh. <laughs> we have a no. long standing history of being mad at movies that we used to love. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's kind of our thing at this point. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got. What do you got? Hey, now, are you guys ready for some Mars Attacks trading cards? Oh, boy. Cool. Coming at you. Uh, they actually might be coming at you. They're funding on Kickstarter right now. Mm. Huh. Is it going to be like a, what is that, Hmm. Uh, magic? Is it going to be something like that? No, it's no game or anything. It's just trading cards. Oh, okay. I thought when I did this, like, story on it, wasn't there, like, back in the 50s or something, they actually had Mars Attacks trading cards? Yeah, black and white. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's what got uh, Tim Burton going on the movie. Yeah, cool. Building a movie around those things, which is pretty dope. Uh, new Silent Hill movie in the works. I saw that. Along with a possible Fatal Frame movie. Are you guys familiar with Fatal Frame at all? Uh-uh. Fatal Frame was probably one of the scariest video games yeah. I ever played. I remember playing that on Xbox. Play- PlayStation 1 for me. But uh-huh. you're basically in a haunted house, and the only way you can see the ghosts is to walk around with a camera and take pictures. Mm-hmm. Oh. And you have to follow the ghost like with the camera. Huh? It's it's pretty gnarly. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So I'm kind of I'm kind of pumped for that. And wow. we're due for another Silent Hill movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That last one. No. Eh. Yeah. And what eh. was it like? Seventy minutes long? Yeah, something it like that. It was like, ridiculous. Yeah. I blinked. It's over. Yeah. Okay. Well, it was in 3D, <laughs> so they had to they had to make some adjustments. Uh, looks like the CW has ordered yet another pilot for the Lost Boys TV show. Oh, I saw that. They've ordered a pilot for this. I think this is like the fourth one. Fourth or fifth one, at least. Yeah. What? I, I don't know what's happening here. Do they watch it and go, this is crap, let's do a different one? Because I remember at one point, they were all they were going to make all the Lost Boys girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, at another point, they were going to do a Frog Brothers spinoff. Right. Um now I guess we just decided to fuck all that right off and start from scratch. Oh, that's probably the way to go. Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, did you guys watch any of those sequels, Lost Boys sequels? No. They're terrible. You don't want that. Don't I do that. I think I watched one of them. I watched them both. Yeah, mm-hmm. I probably watched part two, but that was it. It's uh, it, it's Corey Feldman is the, the star. The main star. Yeah, yeah, which is, no, that's not a good place to be. No. <laughs> Uh, lastly, speaking of uh, TV shows, Epix is launching a War, War of the Worlds series hmm. later this year. Oh. You guys psyched for War of the Worlds? Not really. Were you fans of War of the Worlds? No. Okay. Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> all right. It was, I mean, 
I, I really didn't care for that Tom Cruise one. Oh, of course not. I was Who just going to say, I prefer the original <laughs> yeah, versus yeah. that one. And it wasn't, Tom, be- Tom was, Cruise wasn't because it. of Tom Cruise either, <laughs> you fucking pricks. It's just because it was a bad movie, I yeah, felt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. I, I, <laughs> was that the one Keanu Reeves was in too? I don't remember him in it. What alien uh, movie was he in? Oh, you're thinking of uh, The Day the Earth Stood Still? Yes. Or something? Yeah, okay, yeah, that's yeah, something the like one. That, I, that one was, I thought was actually a pretty good okay. show. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I know which one the Tom Cruise is. He's the, got a little kid with yeah, him. And yeah, and the, the aliens have like those big tendril things. That, yeah, mm-hmm. like uh, what were those called? Slinky? Yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had a very weird design to them. I didn't care for that. I felt like it didn't make any sense. All right, that's all we got in the horror news, kiddos. Let's jump right into a little listener mail, if we could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Here comes some listener mail. I'm excited to hear from you. Listener mail time. Here in the padded room. That's the new listener mail song. <laughs> It'll be on my album, dropping later this year. <laughs> Darian sings the blues. (laughs) (laughs) Listener mail. Hey now, we got emails and voicemails and all kinds of shenanigans. Why don't we jump right into things with our old friend in Tokyo, Japan, Lonely Bob in the house. Hey, welcome back. I hope it's another video. You're still alive over there? He is. (laughs) Speaking of anime. Hey, now. Subject line, Ares. Ares. Hey, Padded Room crew. I've been watching the new horror slash cult slash secret society show on Netflix called Ares. Mm. Have you checked it out yet? Not yet. I've watched a few episodes so far, and it's pretty intriguing and gory at times. I recommend giving it a try. Lonely Bob. Very I cool. That's actually on my it. list. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna look into that. I just yeah. finished the October factions. So now I need yeah. something else, which I liked. <laughs> I know you <laughs> sure you did. I know you two JOs didn't care for it. What didn't you like about it? We'll what get was there? It? We'll get okay. There. All right. Yeah, we'll yeah. get there. I don't I don't understand you. I don't understand you people. But whatever. Uh, thanks for writing in, Lonely Bob. Here comes from Sydney, Australia. It's Tim. Hey, Tim. Tim. Subject line: Hello. 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 Hey guys, long time no talk. Sorry for the lack of mail, but I keep forgetting. Pterodome votes. Okay, just hold your horses there, Timothy. Young Master Tim. Singles, I gotta go Dracula. That a boy. Uh, I think he's smarter and could figure a way to defeat the mummy. Teams, I'm taking the blind dead. I think the witches would get too cocky and underestimate the dead, and next thing you know, the witches are gone. I'll buy that. That sounds good to me. That's it for me. Have a good week, guys. Hmm. Bye. Thanks, Tim. Uh, Speaking of Australia, here comes Jalisa. Hey, Jalisa. Subject line, votes. Hey, everyone. Hope all is well. I'd like to vote for the mummy because fuck Tim. Wow. Wow. Uh Uh-oh. Trouble in paradise. (laughs) Trouble in Australian paradise. And I'll take the blind dead because it's better than witches. Okay. Well, I like her logic. Thanks very much. Peace out, Jalisa. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks for writing in, Joe. <laughs> Thanks. You guys ready for a blast from the motherfucking past? Yeah. Are you, who it is. <laughs> All of a sudden, Buddy gets really nervous. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's not a uh, what's-her-name in Denver, is it? <laughs> Ooh. Well, let's go to Baltimore, Maryland with Crack House Matt. Oh. Hey there. 
Subject line, checking in. Yeah. Uh, what's up, Padded Room? I realize it's been forever since I wrote into the show. I've still been listening every week, but just never remember to write in. I guess first let me cast my votes for the Terra Dome. For singles, I will take Dracula. That a boy, Matt. Um, while I understand that the mummy doesn't have blood for Dracula to drink... That isn't a condition that Dracula requires in order to win. Depending on which mummy we are talking about, Amonet from the newer mummy movie actually does have blood. And the old mummy, well, he could just unravel it, I suppose. So, yeah, I'll take Dracula. For teams, fuck it. Blind dead for the win. Why? Because it's goddamn blind dead. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Nice. Otherwise, life has been pretty crazy lately for me. I am getting ready to open a new restaurant slash bar here in Washington, D.C. next month. Wow. It's been months in the works, and everything has been taking forever, but I'm just about there. Ivan from Death and Taxes in, Ta- Death and Taxes in Reno is actually on board to come out and help me set up and launch my bar program. I'm very excited for this next chapter as I sold my real estate business to my ex last year and have been waiting to get back to work. I plan on having drinks on the menu dedicated to the guys there in the padded room and may even cast your podcast on televisions on Tuesday nights since it's slower and late here. <laughs> you don't want us in front of like uh, people that are actually watching, <laughs> yeah. Matt. So I don't know. Maybe, you don't want to lose business. You don't, I mean, you don't want to drive people out of your establishment. <laughs> Just saying. On the other hand, if you've got like a riffraff and you're trying to get rid of them, put on the padded room. We'll have them out of there in no time. <laughs> These guys are fucking assholes. Um, I plan on having training down at Pan and may even cast your pocket television Tuesday nights. It's slower and late here. You guys are truly like family to me. Also, I am making my making it my life's goal to help you guys reach a larger, larger audience. I recently attended a live podcast here in D.C. for some oddities podcasts that came to town. They fucking sucked. We had to pay a $20 cover to get in and watch these clowns, and all Marie and I kept thinking was how much better it would have been if you guys were here. You should think about doing some live shows at some local bar spaces some nights and promoting it. I think you might be surprised at the amount of interest you would receive. We tried. We tried to do that. There was, uh, remember the Hellfire Saloon? Uh, What's-her-name's mom owns it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's a sort of an acquaintance of ours, and we tried to get in there, and they never uh, got back to us, Matt. So there's that. Anyway, I have taken up enough of your time. I love you all. And go blind dead. Crack house Matt out. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much. awesome if we could do it at Jub Jubs. Jub Jubs would be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. And Where that else? other place on 4th Street. Oh, what's that called? P and J or? Oh, it used to be the underground. Is that what you're thinking of? No, it's closer to downtown. Oh yeah, there's it's, a uh, club over there where bands play. Yeah, it's like a weird, like kind of looks like an old timey building. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's that got like would a weird be, gate in front of it. The, no gate. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. I may be thinking of something else. Or the firehouse. Where's the firehouse? Is it the firehouse? The one that we did that firehouse one. subs. No, no, no. that would be great. Get some. We get some isn't, hot isn't sauce there. The the one we did the movie at. Oh, oh fireside. Fireside. Oh, uh, that place is tiny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could Up get. Uh, we could have Chuck and uh, maybe Jason in there. Jason <laughs> might have to wait outside. <laughs> All right, we got some voicemails here. Uh, let's start it off with our old friend down in beautiful Alabama. It's the. Um, 
It's the Kane Hodder of people that call into the podcast. Cha-cha. Padded room, what's up? What's up, Alan? It's the, hey, Alan. Uh, I don't fucking know if people are calling your podcast. <laughs> okay. What are you doing? Um, enjoy True Crime Month. Uh, anyway, uh, hmm. Paradome. Yeah. I mean, Dracula. Okay. Cause just, I don't hate the mummy, but okay. I just like Dracula more. I get that. And the witches. And as far as like me picking Freddy because Samara beat Charlie, nah, I don't. I just don't like Samara. I know. It doesn't matter who won. He hates that movie. Who be. I don't um, understand why. Like Freddy more than Samara, and I don't like Freddy that much. Anyway, Fair enough. I don't know who Monica is. Um, that's all I got. Y'all have a good one. Bye. Beautiful. Bye. Thanks, Alan. Thanks for calling in, Alan. It's good stuff right there. Uh, he called back. All right. Padded <clears throat> room. What's up? What's up uh, again? You're talking about the boobies in the movies getting blurred and her being maybe 17. Um, yeah. They can't show 17-year-old boobies. They've shown them in mainstream film. Uh, an American Beauty, Thora Birch, had a topless scene. She, I, I think th- for that, all they have to do is have, like, the parents' permission. Oh. And have, Ooh. like, um, That's even uh, a guide yeah. or somebody on set. Uh, there's some kind of weird rule about that, but they could... But I seriously doubt that movie had the budget, so maybe that's why they blurred them out. Then uh, don't even got, put them in there. Bye. Hmm. That makes sense, Alan. <laughs> but, I mean, don't... That is... It's not that I was that into that chick, because she wasn't all that attractive. Right. But you're making a... I mean, I know I went over this whole shit last week, but you're making a movie about serial rapists. Mm-hmm. How do you not show any nudity? Right? I don't know. I don't know, man. Or even even in rape. They had a possible finger-banging scene, and that was it. All right, anyway, enough about that. Uh, let's go down to uh, beautiful Southern California with Monica's pod boyfriend, Mr. Tom Hardy. Hey, Tom Hardy. Hello. Hey-yo. Hey-yo. Padded room, how's my favorite degenerate this week? We're good, sir. How are you? Everybody's doing well. Hope everybody is there. Yeah. We made it. Yeah, I'm going to get uh, right into the terror dome. Okay, but I yeah. do want to say, um, I don't know if there's any uh, instant replay in the terror dome, but Lance changed my mind. Lance from Texas changed my mind. I want to change my vote to Samara. Too late. I don't think there's any uh, instant replay or any redos or nope. what have you. But Sorry. I think it was a pretty compelling argument he made. And if I had the opportunity, I would, uh, I'd vote differently there. And you would have changed the well vote, played, sir. <laughs> anyway, on to, uh, this year or this week's, um, Terradome matchups. You know what, um. What do you got? I think I'm gonna go with, uh, I think I'm gonna go with the mummy Ooh. over Dracula. And the only thing I'm thinking is, like, elemental control or magic or something like that the where. Sun. Maybe. Make the sun come out. There you go. Because isn't the mummy kind of like the sun god Ra or something yeah, like that? Is. So I think that I'm going to go with the mummy on that one. I'll buy it. Um, unless Lance has a better idea, you know, obviously. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I'm going to get Lance thing, on the um, phone real quick. You know, the, <laughs> yeah. The witches and the wa- uh, the blind dead. Yes, sir. <sighs> come on, guys. Blind dead have had their time. That's, oh, come that's on. enough now. Right, I'm going to go with the witch. Oh, right. Oh, I almost um, Blind Dead, you know, using that old analogy mm-hmm. of uh, 
the NCAA tournament here. Right. You know, this is the the little team that snuck in, had a couple of good friends. <laughs> come on. It's the Cinderella story. Yeah, put my vote on the witches there. Okay. I don't even think I have to explain it. I think that was pretty obvious. Whatever. But I know you guys are blind dead fans, so whatever. <laughs> um, oh, another thing I was thinking about, you know, hmm. it's been a while since you have done the um, the uh, the werewolf athletics. It has. And it is. Seems like you know, maybe you just don't have a lot going on. No, I'm getting it fat. Seems like um, <laughs> I don't want to talk about is, it. is sharing a lot of werewolf athletics, but. I don't know. I'm not seeing this, and uh, I don't know. Does that need to go up on a website or somebody give me the link to that? I'm I'm rather curious. Okay, it's a Facebook group, but that's it. You guys said you're there's a new movie coming out called uh, The Possessor. I think you were talking about that on like the news of new flicks coming out or what have you. Yeah. As soon as you said it, I don't know if I was the only one. Anybody else immediately jumped to that flick, Popcorn? Yes. Um, <laughs> remember where it had that short, The Possessor. The I Possessor. Am the Possessor. I am. <laughs> All that nonsense. Of anyway, course. <laughs> that's just immediately where my mind went. No, me too. Anyhow, I'm about to get... And GP. <laughs> I'm about to get... You nailed it. You did get GP, <laughs> sir. sure did. Yeah, that's such a weird... I haven't seen that movie in forever. I know, same the, here. The the Possessor, and it's like just a bunch of like clips of a guy's eyeball looking around. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> oh, it drove him crazy, and he blew up the theater. <laughs> the Possessor. Oh, it's ridiculous. Right on. Do you guys have anything for uh, Tom Hardy, Alan, uh, Crackhouse Matt, or uh, anybody else? Are you guys ready to go live on the Psycho Bunny Death Cult right now? Absolutely. Motel Hell. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Never again spend a night away from home. After you spend a night with Ida and Vincent. Ida will show you the way. You want us to uh, register? No, that won't be necessary. Terrifying nightmare could never prepare you for what happens to the guest. Hey, Vincent, you think in the years to come people will appreciate us for what we're doing here? I have a surprise for you. Oh, goody, I love surprises. One after another they come. you try. 
You'll never forget their secret garden. If you have the nerve, come for a night and stay for a nightmare. Motel Hell. No one will be admitted after the guests check in. That's right, inmates. We are talking about Motel Hell from 1980. This one is starring Rory Calhoun. Yes, it is the one with the people in the garden, Richard. Which is, it's there's actually got Cliff Clavin in the garden. And I don't support violence against Cliff Clavin in any way. But that's a whole lot. We're going to get to that in a second. Let me ask you guys about, well, more importantly, Monica, let me ask you about Rory Calhoun. Uh-huh. Is he hot? You're into old men. I... I was digging him. What? What? How? Why? How does that? How does that work? Because you could tell he was a good-looking guy when he was in his prime. I was a good-looking guy in my prime. And for an old nobody guy, gives me any credit. For an old guy, he was like you could see he was tan too. Okay, so it's a tan thing, ladies. I could see why the young girl liked him over the sheriff. Well, the sheriff was a rape. Well, very rapey kind of a dude, and. Uh, this I don't know. All right, well, we'll, we'll get we'll get into that. So, our movie star. Oh, let me finish this. Uh, got six point zero stars on IMDb. Is directed by Kevin Connor. Written by Robert Jaffe. Stars the Rory Calhoun, mm-hmm. Paul Link, and Nancy Parsons. Um, so the thing. This is a very silly movie, and it's fine. Uh, it you know whatever. But when you when you read the IMDb trivia, you'll actually find out that this was meant to be a spoof of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And that, I think, makes this make a lot more sense because a lot of this movie just doesn't make any fucking sense. And it's filmed in that famous location. What? That motel has been in so many movies. Really? Yeah. Like I was, what? I was trying to think of one. There's a, a drug dealer movie that's been in. That makes sense. There's also a Judd Nelson movie that place has been. Uh, a Day of the Dead movie was filmed there, too. Thank you very much, Connor. I'm not in my prime. <laughs> but I appreciate the uh, the sentiment. So um, our movie starts off at this motel. It's a shitty, little shitty hole-in-the-wall hotel, probably off of some freeway somewhere. And uh, the owner comes out, Rory Calhoun, playing Farmer Vince, whom Monica is apparently into. And uh, he just kind of hangs out on the porch for a minute. Then he goes off into the woods. Apparently there's some woods in the, in this area and then uh this part's kind of wacky because he's just walking through the woods and all of a sudden a motorcycle with a sidecar comes screaming down the road yeah. and apparently the driver just completely forgot how to ride a motorcycle for a second because he just goes and it's got a sidecar on it so <laughs> i don't understand what ex- what the physics of this motorcycle accident are but and here's another weird part about this movie. The motorcycle driver is a guy, a character by the name of Bo. And behind him is a pretty hot young lady. And um, she's got to be like 19, 20. 
In a minute, we're going to see Bo's driver's license, and he's going to be pushing 60. So what the fuck is he going – what's going on here with these two? What did you think of Bo? Was he hot? No. You don't really get to see too much of this dude, but it's a very strange dynamic. And this actually makes sense later on in the movie when, um, you know, things get sexual between other people. It's it's very strange. Uh, so motorcycle accident, kaboom. Uh, Farmer Vince is out there just kind of snooping and pooping through the woods, sees this whole thing and goes walking up and uh, – Bo is is in pretty bad shape, but the young lady is just knocked unconscious. Yeah. So Farmer Vince decides to more or less abduct the young lady. Um, I guess like under the pretense of first aid or some kind of medical treatment, but he just decides to like keep her, like you're now my property, yeah. type of a thing, which is very weird. But we're gonna get we're gonna get more into that in a second. So. Um, the next morning rolls around, she regains consciousness and she's like, Hey, what the fuck? I'm here. Where am I? What's going on? And he's like, you were in a motorcycle accident. And she's like, Oh yeah. yeah, Okay. That sucks. Uh, where's my boyfriend? Where's Bo? And he's like, well, he died. So I buried him. And you're like, (laughs) okay. So they call the cops and the, the local sheriff just so happens to be. Oh no, not with the, (laughs) who brought up poultry guys? Don't let's hey no we're not we're not doing that. Night of the chicken. Oh God! <laughs> so from there, uh, they call the the local sheriff who happens to be Vince's little brother, and he's like, "Well, he's dead. Yeah, you sure? Yeah, buried him. Okay, that's the end of that. We're just gonna move right past this." Mm-hmm. And then they go back and talk to the young lady. Her name's Terry. She's pretty attractive, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Well, I guess I'll just stay here with you guys." And they're like, yeah, you're going to work on the farm now because we, I guess, technically own you in a weird way. It's very weird. And it's very rapey the way this whole situation goes down. Uh, Am I the only one that got that vibe, a little rapey with this? Like you can't just just be like, okay, I'm going to keep you here and force you to do farm labor. Yeah, it's not like you had amnesia. They didn't force her. They were like, honey – you can stay with us. We're like your family but now. Who does that? Who, why would you? Have anywhere to go. Okay, that's which makes it even weird because then it's like, why don't you get the fuck out of here? This is creepy yeah. and weird. But she decides to hang out anyway. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it seemed nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll hang. I'll uh, water. I'll uh, till your lawn or whatever farm people do. Um, so from there, she goes on about, you know, learning more about these two people. So the owners of the hotel are Farmer Vincent and his sister Ida. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vincent has the hotel and the, the farm. And he's running a beef jerky business out of the farm. Okay. So he's got like livestock in the back and he's got like a garden and stuff like that. It all looks pretty legit to start with. Um, and Ida is famous for porkies. Yes. Oh, yes. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, she played the girl's gym teacher yep. that mm-hmm. pulled the wiener yeah. through the whole <laughs> wall. That was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about it. I didn't even recognize her, to tell you the truth. Uh, so, yeah, it's true. And she's a, uh, a robust young lady, and she could probably kick somebody's ass. Mm-hmm. Um, so that being said, now we, we set about just like farm life here at the, the motel. So now we're going to cut to a night or two later. We have a... What's going on, Connor? Very 
Connor, Connor, can we stop talking about sex, please? Some of us are trying to do a show here, okay? Good Lord. Uh, So from there, we're going to cut to a couple nights later. We have what I assume to be a heavy metal band by the name of Ivan and the Terribles coming through town. Uh, I'd be willing to bet just by looking at them that this band sucked, but they did have a kick-ass van. Mm -hmm. Their van was dope. It had like a mural of... I don't know, some Russian guy on front and like a whole thing on the side. It was like a, it was like an 80s van art yeah. kind of a thing, you know? I miss, pretty cool. I miss that shit. Mm-hmm. I miss the 80s too. Me too, Richard. Oh, yeah. um, so that's – they're going through uh, – they get into an accident, pretty much the same spot. Once again, Farmer Vince is just moseying on about the woods in the middle of the night. And he goes up, and uh, they're all, like, trying to get out of their van. They roll the van. Uh, he goes and, like, sprays some gas on them before they can get out. Mm-hmm. And then he backs his truck up and throws all these unconscious band members in the back of his flatbed and takes them back to uh, the farm. Now, this is where things begin to get nefarious, even more nefarious than they already are, because he's apparently abducting young ladies off the back of crashed motorcycles. So uh, he takes him back to the farm to a secret garden that he has, like, behind some sheds, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, We get back there, and he's got, I think there was, like, four or five guys, including Cliff Clavin, which is, you know, it's Cliff Clavin, and it's kind of weird seeing him not as Cliff Clavin. It's John Ratzenberger. Uh, And what he's doing here is he's planting these people in the ground. Ida then comes up behind him and severs their vocal cords, but then stitches it back up. Because, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, clearly we're going to kill these people at some point. So what the, why bother with the first aid? I don't know. Anyway, she stitches them back up, severs their vocal cords, puts bags over their heads, and then just leaves them there. Now, I'm with you so far. And this is one of the sillier parts of this fucking movie. Uh, I'm with you so far. You're going to kill people and you're going to turn them into beef jerky. Okay. I got Mm -hmm. that. Um, What exactly is the point of planting them in the ground? Anybody? Anybody got this? Tenderizing. Tenderizing? Mm-hmm. I don't think that would tenderize. I think it would just make them stinky. Well, we're growing them fat, too, because she's putting the poo. The, 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 the poo. She put <laughs> the, the poo. She's putting the poo down. That, too. You went, po- you went to poo instead of two. Them. Okay. So they're not getting any exercise. They're just growing nice and plump in there. It's gnarly. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. But whatever. I don't see how they would grow by being planted in the ground. You know what I'm saying? So if you're going to... Like, you could just chain them up somewhere and feed them that way. Or you could, uh, I don't know. You probably have a better chance of somebody well, this, finding this whole th- Well, this whole shit is going to backfire on them repeatedly throughout the movie. Hey, Raven's in the house. What's up, Raven? Um, so that's weird. And they put bags over their heads and then they just leave them there for a while. Apparently until they get ripe or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty silly. Now we're going to cut to the next morning. Um, what? Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were about to give me some attitude. Oh, no. You think about <laughs> giving me attitude? Attitude. I'll plant you in the ground. Uh, no, Put a bag of no, poop in your face. <laughs> so that's that's weird. Now the next morning, uh, we have our um, yeah human carrots, pretty much. Odd mother. Mm-hmm. But uh, doesn't make any fucking sense. Anyway, um, the next morning we're gonna like get more into his farm life and how he's got this whole secret garden of people kind of sectioned off from the rest of his. His farm. A health inspector rolls by. Uh, he's got to like check the the pigs for 
I don't know. I don't know what he, I, he had like a stethoscope on him. So I don't know. I think he's giving him physicals or something like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, but he gets a little nosy while he's checking the pigs and goes around like the butcher shop to where the secret garden is. Mm-hmm. But uh, Vince like jumps out and scares him and he's like, ah, and he falls down. It's great. Hey, Danny. What's up, Danny? Hey, Danny. Uh, so, but he thought like some nefarious stuff was going on behind the the. The butcher mm-hmm. shop there. So that night, our health inspector friend shows back up, and he's like, I'm going to get over there and see what's behind there. Mm-hmm. Um, but he gets back there, and then, of course, he gets caught by Vince, and now he's got to get planted in the ground too. So right now we're up to probably five, six people in this fucking garden, all, all with bags on their heads. What's up, Bill? Meat can't be harmed being buried and so much easier to feed. Okay. Well, I mean, if you're if you're raising livestock, though, you don't normally bury the cows up to their neck, right, Bill? I don't know. I don't know anything about farming. Maybe that's a, a new approach. Might be. Maybe somebody look into that. Maybe there's like a better, more efficient way to do that. I don't know. Pull <laughs> 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 me out of here. <laughs> Some people are smart as plants. I guess that's one way to handle them. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so that's pretty weird now. He's in there too. So now we're going to cut to that night. We have um, what I can only describe as two maybe prostitutes um, driving through the uh, – I got a, I got a very prostitute vibe from these two young ladies. Did you guys get that? Yeah. That's um, what we are discussing. Motel, Motel Hell. Motel Hell. Yep. My dear, Barbie. Mm-hmm. Sounds like Motel – that's exactly what we're talking about, Barbie. Um they're driving through, and then they come across. This part is really stupid. This, this is probably the dumbest part of the whole movie. They come to the like a point in the road, and there's a bunch of cardboard cut cutouts of cows, and they're clearly cardboard. They're not real cows. They're just cardboard, and they both just sit there for like five minutes, egging each other to go move the cows. And they're like, "I'm not going to do it. You do it." No, that's not. A, is that a cow? That's a real cow. No, it's not a real cow. Look at it, it's cardboard. Eventually, one of them grows a pair, takes a gun with her, and goes out there to move the cows. Uh, Once that happens, Farmer Vince is behind him in the big pickup truck and hits the high beams. So one of them gets run over. The other one punches the gas. Now, Mm -hmm. mind you, these two possible prostitutes are driving what I would say is like a town car of some sort. And while they're being chased by uh, Farmer Vince, they have a CB radio in the town car in case... In case of who the yeah, hell had in okay, the all right. Seventies CB radios were very, very popular. Yeah, everyone had one. Mm-hmm. Did you have one? Yeah, we did have one. We, what kind? Dad one too. was weird. He okay, you had one too in the seventies. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, yeah. apparently I'm not my, actually my the old, oldest person CB in the room. Name and all that. Stuff. Oh, he had the whole shit. Huh? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, all right. I, even prostitutes apparently carried CBs in the seventies. I okay, I guess that makes uh, sense. For now, when I see somebody drive by with the, 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 the I assume it's a car. Dude, you're a dork. No, either that or an undercover cop, and he's going to pull you over. Uh, so that's pretty weird. But the the surviving young lady gets on the CB and is like, "Oh God, you got to help me!" It gets piped right into the police line, in which uh, Bruce, the younger brother, is on a date with Terry. Uh, at the drive-in, but in a, in a weird twist, they didn't go to the drive-in. They went to the hill overlooking the drive-in, at which point there was like a bizarro swingers orgy in full progress when they got there. I know, how weird. I need to find that drive-in and go to that hill because 
that looks like a lot of fun, whatever those guys were doing. Right. I think there was ladies there too also. But uh, they interrupt that. This, the, now all of a sudden we have like a high-speed chase going on between Farmer Vince, the prostitute with the CB, and uh, Bruce and Terry who are trying to find out where she is. So they go speeding off down the road. Uh, eventually, this part, this part again with the silliness. Uh, Farmer Vince like rear ends her twice, and then she just kind of loses consciousness behind the wheel. Yeah, I think she had a heart attack. <laughs> I think she had cardiovascular disease, and she just so well. This is way too much. Oh, I have no idea. But she just kind of loses consciousness, and just luckily for Vince, as she's doing so, she careens into a uh, pond. And then Vince goes and gets her out of there, out of her car, and then the, the car sinks into the pond. So uh, five, six minutes later, here comes um, uh, Bruce, and now he's gotten his car, his police car stuck, and Terry had to help him get it out of the mud. It was stupid. Uh, mm-hmm. By then, Vince is already back, and he's got these two young ladies stuck in the ground also. So that's pretty gnarly. And this is where things are going to get even sillier because Vince is like getting ready to turn into the in for the night. He's got the young ladies getting put in the garden and he hears honking from coming from the front of the hotel. So now we're going to cut to the front where a wildly out of place couple of swingers have just shown up. <laughs> yeah. And apparently they got their directions crossed or they looked at the wrong swingers magazine because it gave them a uh, like an advertisement for Vince's motel. But not this. I don't think it was this Vince's motel. I hate to think he, they were actually advertising in a swing, swingers mag. Anyway, uh, they show up and they're like, hey, we're looking for some action. And the chick is like just f- eye-fucking the shit out of Farmer Vince, which I do not <laughs> yeah. understand. Rory Calhoun had to be in his late 60s, early 70s in this movie. Monica thinks he's hot, so apparently... He had something going on for him. I don't know, man. He just – I don't understand that. But she's like, oh, I'm going to look at you. And the guy's like, hey, so this is where the action is. Oh, you're going to get – as they're having this bizarro asexual conversation, here comes Officer Bruce, and he's covered in mud, and Terry's there. And they're like, whoa, you really know how to get down. You're mm-hmm. covered in mud. And he's like, hey, we got – did you guys hear about a, like somebody screaming for help or something? Here comes Ida. She's like, yeah, it was all over the CB. Goddamn kids had us running all over the place. Like it was some kind of prank. So Bruce already looks like a fucking asshole. And he just tried to rape Terry at the weird uh, swinger spot above the drive-in. So he's like, okay, you guys have a good night. I'm going to get out of here. And then uh, they check in the swingers. Mm-hmm. And we get a... Okay, I don't, I'm not... I mean, I'm not a swinger myself. Buddy, buddy is buddy. <laughs> Buddy's not a buddy's not a swinger, but I mean, I I like to think that if I was a swinger, I wouldn't completely lose my goddamn mind like these two. Because uh, first off, the the young lady has a whip, and she yeah. is just wrecking shop in the motel room. Oh yeah, in a non sexual fashion. <laughs> no. She's doing like like she's gonna audition for Zorro tomorrow or something. Wow, just bow. busting everything, Bl- knocking over fixtures, smashing shit. <laughs> And she's like, well, yeah, she's got like one of those uh, 80s monotard things going mm-hmm. on. You know, like a, what is that? Like a workout situation or whatever it is. I don't know. Uh, and then the guy comes out of the bathroom. And what we have here is a, a nice combination of like a sports bra with his own monotard. And then like, um, it looked like a, like a, like, what do you, Hi, Tim. hey, Tim's in the house. What's hey, up, Tim? Tim? It's like a. Is like a like he had a shower curtain for his balls. 
I think is the best way to put it. It was like a weird clear plastic miniskirt situation. I don't know where you would even find such an item. I think you would have to have it like custom made because – and more to the point, what is that going to do for you sexually? It feels good when you're all oiled up and it's slippery. Okay. Well, clearly (laughs) – Clearly, I accused the wrong person of being a, a I swinger. Love latex and oil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, <laughs> okay. And that's why you watch this show. <laughs> Weird sex tips from Monica. All right, anyway. <laughs> so he comes out wearing this thing, and he's like, hey, where's my ball gag, you bitch? And she's like, shut your mouth or I'll whip you. Shave your chest. Yeah. <laughs> just then, uh, Vince and Ida just let themselves into their room. And they're like <laughs> farmer outfits. Yeah, farmer outfits. <laughs> like they just got out of the field. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, these guys are ready for action because they rope. have ropes and shit. So they're like, oh, tie me up, tie me up. So they tie him up and then they hit him with the, the gas. They have like a, what is that? Some kind of laughing gas or something. Knocks them out cold. Put them in the ground too. Now I'm glazing over a lot of stuff here because this is a two hour movie. And a lot of the shit that we get to see, number one, we don't need to see it. Number two, it doesn't make any fucking sense. For example, at one point during this whole murder, human planting uh, situation, um, Vince tells Terry that he's going to teach her the secrets of smoking meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, unfortunately, pisses Ida right off because oh, yeah. apparently she was entitled to the secrets of smoking meat. And... Amidst all that, we went on a very awkward picnic at a very litter-ridden cemetery in which Vince regales us with a story of how he cooked the family dog and fed it to their grandmother, which causes Ida to get all pissed off and Vince to physically strike her in the stomach in front of Terry and Bruce. What about – talk about awkward – I mean, it's weird enough we're having a picnic in a cemetery, but a very garbage-ridden cemetery, and now we're going to dust. We're going to give you a light sprinkling, sprinkling of some domestic violence in there, also. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, we oh, ate a dog. Domestic we, violence. He, pun- he punched her in the stomach. It was his sister. That's still domestic yeah. violence. You can punch family members. Oh, you can. Can yes, you? Yes, you can. The <laughs> views and opinions of the Padded Room podcast are not entirely. <laughs> Whatever, you know what I'm saying. Um, And that's the kind of thing that we get a lot of in this, is like weird getting to know you, possibly falling in love vibes from uh, Terry and Vince. We get a lot of Terry staring at Vince, a lot of uh, Vince selling beef jerky to random tourists, which we now know is human meat. So that's all well and good. Uh, While all this is going on, Bruce is continuing to hit on Terry and try to get her to... uh, Go back to the the swinger spot, I guess, or whatever the hell. Mm-hmm. And while that's going on, Terry is continually throwing herself at Farmer Vince. And Farmer Vince is giving her a lot of, uh, we need to be married first. And uh, fucking, are you proposing? Yeah, we're going to get married. Okay. So weird. You yeah, just find, weird. literally find a chick in a field, well, take she, her home. She took her, what, little sundress off. She did. Took his hand and put, put it on her boobies, and he's like, blah, 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 blah. "I'm almost, I'm almost seventy years old. I can't be touching tits and stuff. I'm gonna, blah, blah, blah. I haven't had an erection in ten years. <laughs> I gotta take my libido pills. Oh, just hold on here. <laughs> this is this is 
once you understand that this is a spoof, this is supposed to be a comedy, then it's fine. But mm-hmm. if you're thinking you're going into this, getting a horror film, eh, it's pretty silly. All right, so that's that's all well and good. Now we have a big wedding between um, Vince and uh, Terry. And by big wedding, I mean Vince and his sister and Terry. And I think Bruce was like walking around in the background. And uh, that's that's pretty – Whatever. It's whatever. Uh, about this time, we're going to get a scene with uh, Farmer Vince out in the human garden in which he's, like, getting ready to feed everybody. And we're going to find out that v- Bo, Terry's... the penis? Hey, now. Which one? Whoa. Hey, easy now. Easy. <laughs> Connor, Connor is just <laughs> on a fucking roll tonight, isn't she? Connor, I think uh, we got you on a mood. <laughs> <laughs> Must be all this farmer farmer, farmer Vince talk. Vincent. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, they know. Johnny Depp. Okay, that too. So that's all well and good, but we're going to find out that Bo is actually still alive. Bo is Terry's original boyfriend, and he's there in the human garden. He's got his vocal cords cut, and that's all they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get like this weird feeding situation where, as Monica alluded to, they f- basically affix snorkels to you and dump some kind of slop into it so that you have to eat it. It's kind of human centipede-esque in a weird way. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty gross, but uh, they have to eat it and then they put the bags back over their heads and that's about the end of that. So now things are coming to a head between Ida and Terry. Mm-hmm. Ida wants to be the heir apparent of the weird meat-smoking secrets which apparently Vince will not divulge. But the secret is pretty obvious. He's mixing people in with the pork. Right. So I don't know what she thinks she's missing out on. She's clearly already party to that uh, little snippet. So I don't know why she's so jealous of Terry. Exactly. But anyway, we get a weird situation where they decide to go intertubing together. And uh, halfway through the intertubing thing, Ida tries to drown Terry. Mm-hmm. Uh, unsuccessfully, though, because Vincent saves her. And uh, Of course. I mean, yeah, I would too. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, and then uh, from there, you know, this whole thing is coming to a, a head rather quickly. So what this whole thing escalates to is Bruce eventually... Uh, stumbling upon, more or less, the weird vehicle dumping pond where Vince has been stashing all the vehicles. He's like, hey, something's weird here. And he's getting pretty fucking resentful of uh, Vince because Vince is about to marry the chick that he's really into, being Terry. So he's like doing some snooping, and eventually he figures out that uh, Vince is killing people and dumping their cars. So he gets wise. He's like, I'm going to go save her because he's probably going to kill her too. He's not going to. He was going to teach her how to be a cannibal or whatever. But uh, he goes over there and he's like, Vince, we got to talk, man. You're killing people. And and then we get like a big like kind of a combat escalation scene. But it's very stupid because like they start to fight and then Ida sneaks up on Bruce and hits him with the laughing gas, which knocks him out. But not before he shows Terry uh, like some of the evidence that he found. So now she's all fired off. She goes running back into the uh, the weird secret uh, butcher shop and starts seeing all the human parts and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And he's like, oh, this is part of my secret. I'm going to teach you and pass it down to you and you can inherit my mm-hmm. jerky empire. Because I have sampler packs for $2.95 and they are selling like hotcakes. Yeah, they are. Um, so that's pretty wacky, but now Terry wants to get the fuck out of there because, you know, cannibals and beef jerky, uh, magnates, that's no, no good. So, um, about this time we cut back to the human garden. 
Bo has managed to get himself out of the 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 carrot pit or whatever you want to call it, and he's getting everybody else out too. Mm-hmm. Now, right now, we're looking at a mob of about actually the only ones that they killed was the heavy metal band. Everybody else, they were just letting marinate there in the garden, which I don't understand at all. Was about nine. That was probably about yeah. squad, squad plus. Uh, they managed to slither their way out of the holes and then go traipsing off towards the farmhouse, making that weird gurgling sound. So it's kind of like a zombie invasion type of a thing there for a minute. I thought that part was pretty cool. And they're all dirty and that filthy. That part reminded me of demons. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, yeah. The light in the background and they're coming up the stair. Yeah, and they all seem to be moving in formation, which I thought was kind of weird. And they're all limping and like, ah. They're not zombies. They're just people with severed vocal cords who've been chilling in the ground for a little while. Uh, they managed to, well, uh, Farmer Vince and um, Terry are having this long conversation there in the butcher shop. Ida has, was going back to the hotel. She gets jumped by this mob. Mm-hmm. Um, she actually puts a pretty good beating on oh, the yeah, entire mop because she's built like a fucking freight train. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, though, they do get the, the better of her and they take her down. Now, about this time, uh, Bruce, who was knocked out in the hallway, comes to, grabs a shotgun and goes hauling ass out into the, um, uh, what do you call it, the butcher shop there. Mm-hmm. Uh, while that's happening, mm-hmm. Bo has managed to get his way into the butcher shop. Unfortunately, Terry was knocked out at that point, so she never actually knew that Bo survived at all throughout the entire movie. Right. Uh, okay, now, th- again, we're going to get very silly here because you have to remember that Rory Calhoun, probably in his early 70s when he made this movie, but he's putting a beat down on everybody. He's throwing left hooks and haymakers and just clocking people, and I don't think he weighed more than... 140 pounds maybe (laughs) with his overalls on but it's fine it's he's supposed to be the villain and i think he was supposed to be a a minorly good looking or bangable by monica standards (laughs) so he puts a pretty good ass whipping on Bo, throws him i think out of a window or into some thing he throws him into something and Bo is no longer part of the equation Uh, about that time bruce rolls in with the shotgun uh, Vince has locked himself in like the back meat shed and comes out wearing a giant pig mask and a chainsaw. That was pretty cool. <laughs> that that part was pretty creepy. I, I got to admit, I got a little creepy out of that one. Hey, what's up, late late horror show? Uh, but the thing about this is that while he's wearing the mask, hey he's, summer, hey summer's in the house. What's up, summer? He's like cackling from inside the mask. While he's chasing Bo around with a chainsaw. <laughs> great. And that mask was pretty fucking creepy. Oh, yeah. I think, I don't know if it was a mask or if it was like an actual pig head. I think it was a pig head. Actually, okay. Yeah, it looked real. I looked pretty real. That was mm-hmm. a giant fucking pig, man. Because that head was huge. I know. Yeah. Whoa. You could probably feed a village with that particular pig. I don't know. <laughs> probably like a 30-pound mask. That's a, yeah, that's a big one. Uh, so this, another silly fight scene where they're like half-ass fencing with chainsaws and uh, eventually, uh, Bruce gets the better of uh, one of the greatest movies ever. You think so, huh, Jim? <laughs> uh, Bruce gets the better of Vince, and he, like, lodges the chainsaw in his side just in time to run out and save um, Terry because she was actually strapped down to some kind of a meat slicer uh contraption so gets her out they go back in they're like oh shit uh vince because you hear him screaming in pain he's got the chainsaw Mm -hmm. like lodged in his guts go out there and then vince 
makes a very heartfelt confession that he is actually the biggest hypocrite of all because he, in fact, used preservatives. Oh, Oh, man. What was he thinking? And that's the end of your movie. Kids, what did you guys think of Motel Hell? Good movie. I like it. It's a good, it's a comedy. It's it's a, uh, what do you call, uh, like a fucking, it's a spoof is what it is. I didn't get that feeling that it was a spoof. I didn't I, either. I the, did. The first time I watched it, I was like, this is silly. This, is, this isn't this is even really a horror movie. I feel like it was definitely an 80s movie. Oh, you Everything. could tell. Mm-hmm. To me, it had more of a 70s vibe to it. Oh, you think so? Yeah. I mean, it was made in 1980. So, hmm. well, a lot of the influences were probably more 70s than 80s. But uh, it's fine. It's two hours long. And there is a lot of unnecessary nonsense in here. The secret of the meat. You know damn well what the secret of the meat is, uh, Ida. What happened to the plant people? There was plant people? Oh, the people plants. That's a different thing, Summer. Oh, <laughs> she means the people in the ground. They just, I assume they just kind of walked off. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully he got some medical you. attention. Yeah. By, by who? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. There's only one cop in this town, and he's knocked out in the hallway. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Um I think that I like to think they all walked off and got jobs, <laughs> yeah. stopped being prostitutes, and I don't know, maybe maybe actually did go on to a musical career. Who who knows? It's a valid question. I'd be hard to go into music without vocal cords, though. So I don't know if you can get that fixed. I almost felt like they um, Terry and the cop went on to to, to carry the tradition on. Yeah, you think there's a sequel, a Motel Hell sequel? No, but that's how I felt. Your microphone has been off this entire this time. This is your microphone. Oh, Monica. I think people still <laughs> heard me. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's pretty much a movie. And then, I mean, we do have like a little postscript where they find they go out to the garden to see if anybody else is out there and needs to be freed. And mm-hmm. they find Ida's feet sticking out of the ground, like mm. straight up, yeah. like they buried her head first. <laughs> And, like, uh, Bruce goes to, like, hey, are you okay? And then the feet start kicking, and then they collapse. And that's the actual end of the movie. Oh. It's it's a comedy, man, is what it is. It, but there's a lot of unnecessary, um, Fillers. Like, like, romantic drama. Yeah. Uh, who gives a shit? Uh, <laughs> I mean, the, just the whole th- part about, like, I found you in the woods, and I'm you're now kind of my property. I don't. I don't that feel. Was weird. I know, and I didn't feel like Terry was free to leave, even though she made no effort to. You know what I mean? I I could be wrong. That's just the vibe I got. Or the part where uh, if you find a dead guy, you can just bury him, and nobody will ask any questions. As long as you do it in a cemetery, apparently it's okay. They should have done a route where she had amnesia when she woke up, but they didn't go there. That would have made a lot more sense. Yeah. That would that's that's some good writing. That's a good <laughs> writing tip right there, buddy. Buddy, bring it in the uh the writing <laughs> stuff. I like it. Well it kind of reminds me of that other movie that we watched where the couple went to, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the couple went to uh stay at that cabin. That was like all empty. You know which one I'm talking about. And they were chaining up the women in the barn. Yeah, they were impregnating the women. We did it for the show. Yeah, and it was they were actually a catering company. Oh, cannibals. Um. Oh, you know which one I'm talking about. Not blood, but blood bet. Not um, no. Hey, Gail. 
It's it's fun. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was um, the same way. They show up at the motel. Blood feast, and, was right? That what it was called? I think so. It was the catering right. company. Yeah. Gail's in the house. What's up, Gail? Well, there you have it, kids. Mm-hmm. That was Motel Hell. Um, not a bad show. It's two hours long. It's yeah. got it's got the seventies pacing. And again, mm-hmm. even though it was made in nineteen eighty. For some reason, every goddamn movie that was made in the 70s had to have an underlying love story to it. So we got an impacted colon full of a wildly inappropriate relationship between a senior citizen and a, and a pretty hot blonde who wants to bang him for reasons I don't understand. So we got a lot of that going on. Um, Blood Feast. Exactly right, Late Late Horse. Is he? These oh, guys okay. Are, Blood Feast. These, yeah. Nice. Catering company. Okay. Um pretty wacky though man all the way around it's it's more of a it's more of a comedy i'd say if you're mm-hmm. looking for a serious horror movie this ain't it no if you're looking for two hours of i don't know nonsensical like the, at one point we okay just hear me out and then i'll kill the feet i promise <laughs> uh i'm sorry jesus christ but at one point, uh, Vince and Ida are driving, and this is the weirdest shit ever. Vince is explaining to Ida about how important these uh, homemade booby traps are to him because they give him a chance to be creative. Mm-hmm. You're the killer. You, under- you understand that? You're the villain mm-hmm. of this movie. Yes. Why do you need to be creative? Well... Because How does that make sense? What well, after you stab I, one person in the gut, it gets boring. So you got to come up with creative ideas to murder people. Oh, it's silly. I'm going to lay this bear trap over Oh, here. okay. How I'm come this bear it's trap over here. acceptable in Saw then? Because, because Jigsaw isn't <laughs> smiling and telling Shawnee Smith about how I get to be creative and use my mind. Well, and he, well he does, though. It's the well, same he does, but we, he doesn't have to have the conversation. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think he's using uh, torture and killing as a creative outlet. He's doing it because he's trying to redeem people. And he's not making them into beef jerky, man, that I know of. Did Jigsaw ever make anybody into beef jerky? Not that I he know. Did. You know what? Now that you mention it, though, there's a lot of similarities. The pig mask, uh, yeah. the traps, except, you know. Better traps. Way better traps in the saw. <laughs> no uh, cardboard cutouts of cows, for Christ's sakes. Uh, what else? The female apprentice, sort of. Uh, mm-hmm. There's yeah, some parallels there. If you huh. want to wonder what the hell you just watched, this movie is for you. Um, Good point. That's, that's well said, mm-hmm. uh, Richard. I'd say so. I'm dreading this birthday, this birthday, because no one wants to be 23. Connor, you know how Connor, much... Connor, I am going I would to love, spank you if She's going to spank you, and then I'm going to watch, because <laughs> what I would give to be 23, you have no fucking idea. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, you guys got anything else on Motel Hell? Check it out, Check guys. it out. It's you, worth yeah, a watch. You've probably it's seen it. Yeah. It's It's something... Don't take it too seriously. Because one day this movie is going to come up in a trivia question. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Let's give it the uh, let's give it the parole officer's skull rating. How many skulls would you give this one, Monica? Mm, I, I would what give did we it do? one, one through five. One to five. I would give it three and a half. I'm going to give it a two and a half. I'm going to. <laughs> there's boobies. It's got everything you need. It's got mm-hmm. boobies. It's got blood and. Uh, 
I mean, that's that's really all you need, really, if you and ask me. And it's got a hot old man <sighs> and that a grosses, chubby girl. That grosses me out when you say that. You had prostitutes. <laughs> there were, pro- well, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to judge those young ladies because it was oh never overtly stated God. that they were prostitutes. <laughs> but the way they, the, the, I think they were probably prostitutes. <laughs> and you get to see uh, Terry's boobs and they're not bad. They're not bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. and a CB radio just for you. <laughs> Cardboard cutouts of cows. Oh, that Come was on down. awesome. Cliff we need to try that. Put some cardboard. Dude, if we did that today, people would just drive through. They would use them as targets. Drive right through them. <laughs> Boom. Well, I don't know because you would damage your vehicle and I would personally get out and move. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> She'd be the one that's out there going... Oh, I'm all vulnerable out here. Hello. I hope there's no hot old men that are going to try to take me all by myself. Oh, I tripped. Whoopsie. Does anybody have any laughing gas? Oh, yuck. All right, guys. Thank you very much for joining us. That was Motel Hell. Uh, mm-hmm. Join us next week for Spider Baby here in the Spider padded room. Baby. Spider Baby. Spider Baby. <laughs> Here in Hillbilly Month, we, we in the padded room. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we just leave that off from now on? <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, join us next week for Spider Baby in Hillbilly Month. Um, mm-hmm. Paddedroompodcast.com. Anything you want to know about us or our subsidiary shows or how to get a hold of us or anything at all, really. Uh, until then, we will see you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. inmates if you like what you hear head over to the padded room facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation check out the t-villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show and we're back dude if i were to make a person into some kind of a meat product I would probably be more in tune to go with like a breakfast situation, like maybe a ham, uh, I don't know, it's like a sausage, like a tubed meat, like a sausage. Okay, that sounds gross. That's not, that's not what I meant. I didn't mean to make it all phallic. Maybe like a, uh, I don't know, like a scramble. That sounds kind good. Of, kind of like a sausage? Yeah, you know, or like a, uh, yeah, something like that, you mm-hmm. know. I don't want. I would having a, a person jerky. You just think of like uh, some old guy, 
you know, without a lot of meat on his bones. <laughs> That's had a lot of tanning done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or certain co-hosts of a certain podcast spend a little much too much too much time at the lake in the summertime. <laughs> Take some mandoki jerky. <laughs> More or less, yeah. I mean, it's kind of weird. I don't know, man. That's just my thoughts on the subject. Uh, you guys ready to get into the Terradome? Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's get it on. Mm-hmm. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. I'm not going to hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains in. I'm going to bash them right the fuck in. I'll kill you all. <laughs> I'll try to be crazy. I'll kill you all. I'll dream come true. Six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face. The blackest eyes. The devil. To the Terradome. Let's take a look at last week's winner's show. Oh. Singles competition. We had the Mummy versus Dracula. The Impaler stood his ground as the Mummy approached. The sand in the air began to swirl about him, but then the neighboring crypts all emptied and his brides were upon the Mummy in no time, tearing at bandages until the Mummy was reduced to dust. With a vote of seven to six, Dracula advances over the mummy, buddy. What do you think of that? Yeah. What do you think of that? You don't like Dracula? I do, but not for this matchup. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I think I voted for the mummy too. Now that I think about it, I don't. I don't even <laughs> yeah. remember how I voted. Let's take a look at the teams' competition. Teams' competition. We had the Blind Dead versus the Witches. Ooh. The witches worked feverishly to complete the ritual. Their spell was incomplete as the Templars had already removed several of the key ingredients. Then the blade struck true and the ladies fell by their own demise. The vote of eight to five. The blind dead advance over the witches. Yay! Blind dead going to the championship this year. I love that. (laughs) I love that about them. That's good times. Let's take a look at this week's up matchup. This week's matchup, shall we? Mm-hmm. Okay, we are in the Asylum Conference Singles Division. This is for the Conference Championship. As usual, inmates, bear with me. I'm not very good at writing things. <clears throat> Helen's research into urban folklore went much farther than her master's thesis, the paper that would eventually take her life. 
Her subject, the Candyman of Chicago's Cabrini Green housing project, had become much more than just a myth. It had driven Helen mad and caused her to throw herself into a neighborhood bonfire. Now, with Helen dead and gone, her university classmates begin sifting through the ashes of her research for their own academic gains. Her former boyfriend finding a curious stash indeed. A box in the back of a closet containing a laptop computer, some old trinkets, and an ornate box with a dire warning inscribed on an attached post-it note reading, Do Not Touch. Curiosity gets the better of him and he handles the box. A thumb catch releases, the ornament springs to life, chiming and spinning. From just beyond the mirror, Daniel Robitaille watches on, poised to strike and take revenge for his lost Helen. Singles competition, we have the Candyman versus Pinhead. What do you say there, Monica? Oh my god. What? Pinhead. Okay, buddy? Candyman. Candyman? Candyman on this one. I think I got to go with Pinhead on this. I like Candyman. I think he can beat a lot of people, but I don't think Pinhead is one of them. I mean, bees are scary. Nobody likes them. Nobody wants to get ripped with a hook. Pinhead's got his own hooks. And he's got a lot more of them. Candyman only has one. Pinhead can seem to, like, manifest them somehow. Mm -hmm. So for that reason, I'm taking Pinhead on that one. Let's take a look at the team's competition, shall we? We are in the Asylum Conference for the Conference Championship. The bunker was pitch black and maddeningly quiet. For almost a century it sat, lost and forgotten after the fall of the Third Reich. Abandoned to the elements of the Bavarian forest and obscurity of its history. Not until the early 2000s when the first team of treasure hunters locates and breaches the bunker does it see any sign of life. The hunters soon found themselves trapped within and plagued by unsettling and unexplained events. Frightening sounds from empty rooms, whispers in German, and eventually starvation and dehydration. Eight years later, the mercenaries came also looking for loot and plunder. But unlike the treasure hunters, the mercs were unfortunate enough to stumble upon and reactivate the machinery within. Nazi experimentation with the reanimation of fallen soldiers had been covered up after the war had ended. Allied powers didn't want those secrets getting out, thus they were sealed away. Now the Nazi Nazi sonic resonator was fully operational and the living dead of the SS were slowly coming back to life in the Bavarian forest. Team's competition, we have the vengeful ghosts versus the Nazi zombies. I love it. What's going on there? (laughs) Are you guys watching porn? No. <laughs> oh. No. If you're watching porn, you got to at least let me know so I can pause the show because I want to watch it too. <laughs> uh, Monica, what do you think? Ghosts or Nazi zombies? Oh, I am taking my Nazi zombies. You are a horrible racist, buddy. <laughs> Nazi zombies. I'm going to take the ghosts because, I mean, what's a, what's a Nazi zombie going to do to a ghost? But what's a ghost going to do to a Nazi zombie? I'm just going to go with the ghost because that sounds pretty good to me. <sighs> Those are your Teradome matchups for the week, inmates in singles competition. It is Pinhead versus Candyman. In teams, it's the Ghosts versus the Nazi Zombies. Get us your votes by next mm. week if you can. Mental Health Hotline is area code 775-387-0275. Or you get us on the regular old email at thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com. While you're checking that out, we're going to take a minute and tell you what movies we got to look at this week in a little segment called, What Are You Looking At? 
What are you looking at? There's a new movie that just hit Shudder a couple days ago. It's called Bliss. I seriously encourage you guys to check this out. It's oh, yeah? pretty good. Uh, it's it's got it's got George Went in it. Norm from Cheers. Wow. He just kind of makes like a quick cameo, but it's basically uh, this artist chick in L.A. <coughs> who is just like trying to. She's got kind of like a uh, creative block, so she's just hammering herself with drugs and alcohol and trying to paint this picture that mm-hmm. she's already been paid for and she's just getting further and further into this thing and it goes into a very weird direction at the end because you're like oh fuck i didn't i guess that's what we're doing but it's a pretty good show wow and there's a lot of kinky stuff involved too oh so plenty and plenty of boobies in there All right. uh, i got to watch that that's from 2019 i also got to watch the color out of space Mm-hmm. Also from 2019. Yeah, what'd you think? Do you like Nick Cage? Oh, of course. Yeah. Get yourself the color out of space. Did you like the thing? Mm-hmm. You're going to like the color out of space. Mm. It gets very the thing-esque. Oh. Yeah, and it goes to some... If you're looking for a faithful adaptation of the, the H.P. Lovecraft short story, this isn't it. But it's updated, and it kind of... I think it fits better for, for our time. And where'd you find that at? Uh, on a pirate ship. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, it was on a pirate yep. ship. Okay. So there's that. I'm yeah. sorry. I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you. That's all I'm looking at this week. Uh, Monica, what do you got? Uh, I only got to binge watch uh, Autopsy on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. And, uh, that's all. Is that uh, or the movie Autopsy? No. The Doctor Baden Baden Files. It's the ones where they are, he goes over the autopsy reports of all the yeah. superstars that yeah. passed away. That's yeah. a good show. I love yeah. that. Did you watch it? My, I, I remember a few of them. Elvis Presley was, he hmm. and Brittany Murphy were the craziest ones. I think, I think Nancy Spungen and Sid Vicious were pretty crazy. Did you remember that episode? I didn't see that on there. Okay. Maybe, because I know he has a show, but before that, he had a series of HBO documentaries, and that's, those oh. are the ones I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah. No, I. this is like, he re, pretty much goes back to like three days before they died. Oh, yeah? And what led up to their death, what oh, actually God. killed them. Huh. But I swear, like Elvis Presley's tolerance, whew. That guy ate sleeping pills day and night, Jeez. and he still didn't sleep. Wow. Damn. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But that's all I watched. Okay. <laughs> Buddy, you get anything in? I uh, watched October Faction. Would you? Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. You didn't like it? It was okay. It was, I don't know. What it, didn't you like about it? Uh, very uh, PG. I get that. And I get, I get like a men in black feel yeah. for it. Yeah. Except with witches and zombies and shit, which I thought was pretty yeah. cool. I didn't care for the what they did with the vampires, how they had those weird kind of antenna oh, yeah. fangs antenna or whatever fangs. you call that. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Yeah, it was kind of But I, I liked the show. I thought it was great. I hope they do a second season. Yeah, I just w- was hoping for something darker. Yeah, I, I, could, I could get behind that. Yeah. yeah. Um, see what else. Oh, two... Horror sentence, the two sentence horror. Oh yeah, yeah. How you like that? Uh, it was actually wasn't too bad. Yeah, yeah. Some of it was pretty creepy. Um, each episode is like twenty minutes. I keep meaning to check that out. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. So what they do is right before the show starts, it gives you one sentence, and then you watch the show. And at the very end of the show, 
it gives you both sentences. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So it's like, ooh. And yeah, there's some good ones. There's one, you know, one or two that are like, eh, you know, but what do you expect? You yeah. Know, there's, there's a bunch of them. Might have to look into that. Yeah. Right on. That's all I got to check out. All righty. Let's do some immersion therapy, buckaronis. Yeah. The babies. Immersion therapy. That's a silly fucking movie, man. Right? (laughs) What the fuck is going on here? (laughs) I don't even know. Monica, did you watch The Baby? No, I didn't get a chance to. Okay, so this lady is like a... um, She's like a nanny, and she gets called to this rich rich lady's house to watch the quote-unquote baby. She gets there, and the baby is a full-grown man, and he just acts like a baby. Mm -hmm. He's got to change his diapers and all that shit. But the family has completely signed off on this. And they, 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 they sell it up a little bit with like a, uh, what did they say? He had a developmental disorder or something, something like, like that. that. Some brain damage type of a deal. Oh. But you have to treat and act as though he's a baby because that's it. That's as far as we're going. Oh. And once we get into the storyline, I'm not going to spoil this for you, although who gives a shit? You find out there's so much more nefarious things going on with this family. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> the scene where the random babysitter... Decides to start breastfeeding him. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? I know. Uh, this is a full-grown man. It's uh, not a baby, okay? Let's quit pretending it's a baby. It's not. It's a full-grown man. Uh, at what point do you... Uh, sh- clearly, that babysitter was just horny, I think, is what was really going yeah, on. Yeah, because she finally just allowed it. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, he was, like, weakly pawing at her boobs. And then she's just like, well, okay. no. no. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then the mom and the, the sisters, sisters come home and come k- kick the shit out of the babysitter. Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. It, yeah, well, at the at the end, uh, our do-good nanny decides that uh, it's actually not that bad of a deal because she decides she's going to turn her husband into a full-grown baby. No. Baby man. No? No. The, you're talking about the spoiler at the very end? Yeah. Yeah. No, um... There was an accident, and apparently it was her fault is what she was saying throughout the movie. is like, oh, it's all my fault he's this way. Yeah. So it's not that he's she's turning him into one. He just became fundamentally ill or whatever. <laughs> and so it's like, oh, well, I might as well give my husband a playmate since well, you know, he's acting that age. Yeah, I guess she starts... She signs off on him being a, 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 this is a like man baby. This uh, new movie that's out there hmm. uh, where this house is full of grown men in wearing diapers. Oh, Have no, you that's, seen it yet? Yeah, it's Dale's apartment. <laughs> it's my buddy Dale. That's what he does. You know, he's, he doesn't move around so easy. <laughs> I feel like I would be too angry, and I, I would, would be fucking beat, furious. Beat this man who's what a baby. What the fuck is your? Pro- I mean, if you have like some kind of a mental illness, it's fine. Uh-huh. But at the, if you're just some pervo that likes to have chicks powder your bottom, yeah, no. Okay, I'm gonna fucking okay, kick your ass. You fucking clown, yeah. get out of here. Go get a job. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Oh, mm. buddy. I may have to suspend your immersion therapy privileges after that one. That, that's a bit, that was pretty fucking that was pretty dumb. silly. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to 
I'm going to write up a uh, counseling uh, form for you, <laughs> and we may have to uh, take further action later. All right, what do you got for us this week, dude? Well, well apparently I'm still on a baby kick. <laughs> oh, so. All right, buddy, what's for uh, immersion therapy this week? All right, this week, let's check out 2019's The Car, Road to Revenge. It is written by Michael Tabb, directed by G.J. Eckerd Camp. Stars Mika Balfour, Jimmy Bamber, Nina Bergman, and Grant Bowler. Okay, inmates, check that out, and we'll do the same. We can compare notes next week. In the meantime, I believe we have one Miss Monica to educate. Educating Miss Monica. Mm-hmm. Hit us with those clues one more time, kiddo. Oh, let's see. I have to find the correct one. Okay, in this in this beautiful little town, people are disappearing left and right. Even a child has disappeared. One teenager had their head ripped right off. People have been murdered at the local drive-in while watching a movie. A local deputy got a fist right through his chest. Chemical waste could be the cause of this. Hmm. Now it's in the sewer lines. Oh my God, this thing has everything. Fangs, eyeball, claws, blood, goo, yuck. Is it Chud 2? No. Okay. It's not... Uh, and I, and I, I said eyeball. One eyeball. <laughs> one eyeball. <laughs> this movie is streaming right Wait now. Wait, oh, is it that goddamn... Uh, we did it for the show. I never did it. Okay. No, it's not that. <laughs> I don't. I don't know, man. It's not Return of the Living Dead Part Two. Uh-uh. Okay. It's the. It's what the it? being. Oh God. From 1980. Oh God. Oh, wow. <laughs> Damn. Digging deep over here. Jeez. I wasn't digging deep. You it's were on Amazon Prime right now. Okay. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of ridiculous shit on Amazon Prime right now. <laughs> this right. one is from the 80s, but I know you know this. Okay. Okay. There is something growing inside this precious little thing, and they want to know what it is. Code red. The, the subject has escaped. Onto a yacht with beautiful chicks. <laughs> Old crooked men don't care who dies, but when you cross this precious little guy, he will show the other side of him and rip your face off, maybe your throat, maybe tear your ankles up. Either way, don't piss him off. This little guy is full of radiation. I think I know what it is. Hmm. But I can't pull up the name right now. It's a very wacky fucking movie. And I was like... So the the chicks in the movie, I'm just like looking at them because the whole time they're pretty much in bikinis. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, wow... What is it like to look like that? Because they're like 
like so of hot course, and yeah. perfect. <laughs> of course. I'm like, I never looked like that. Even at five, I probably didn't look. I seriously <laughs> hope you didn't look like that when you were five years old. I mean, like. That would be bizarre. Because you know how sometimes chicks will wear something and like the bikini might be too tight or a strap might be cutting into their skin or not yeah. on these chicks. It's like perfect. Firm. I'm like, oh my God. I love that. They're so hot. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> but you know, 80s chicks were hot for oh, some yeah. reason. Oh, great yeah. big, big, great big hair. Mm-hmm. Every now and then when I'm on the old uh, Pornhub, I d- take it back to the 80s. Yeah, I just don't think they make chicks like they did back in the they 80s. Make chicks? Yeah. <laughs> I made one the other day. They don't grow up like they used to. <laughs> was, uh, yeah. She had a very uh, Taylor Dane vibe to her. Yeah. <laughs> we need to go back to basics. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Let's get some teased hair and some moose and stuff. That's right. Ridiculous shoulder pads. That's what we need. Mm. All right, inmates, uh, think about that. She's going to fill us in on who she is next week. I fucking, th- I think I got her. I just can't remember the name of the movie, but I'll dig it up. Um, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, PaddedRoomPodcast.com. That's where you find our Patreon link and everything else you need to know about us. If you get a chance, wherever you found this show, give us a five-star review and put a little something in the comments section. Doesn't matter what it is. Put a poop emoji in there. It's going to help our visibility one way or the other. <laughs> um, other than that, I think that's about it for the week. You guys got anything else? No, no. thanks, everybody. Yeah. Join us next mm-hmm. week for Spider Baby. Spider Baby. Here in Hillbilly Baby. Horror Month. Even though yes. I, Spider I d- Baby. don't know that that's a, those are hillbillies or not, but <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. For Monica, mm. Buddy, Spider Babies, Radioactive Animals on Cruise Ships, <laughs> Um, People Jerky, Cliff Clavin, and the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye. Have a great week. <laughs>